From Land to Mouth by Bethan Mallow. What's the future? If you're losing money every three or four years, you've got to change something, don't you? We're growing two more crops now that we weren't before, so spring oats and spring beans, so those are the two spring crops. Yeah, we're, we're changing the system all the time, little by little. Organic. Hmm. That's what we decided to do. It takes two years to convert the land, so immediately when you decide you're going to start, you start your conversion. It was <laughs> learning, learning to work, work without sprays and without fertiliser. <laughs> that was a very steep learning yeah. curve. It's actually quite a priority for me that any decision we make, one of the big questions is, will it save energy? Because at the moment, our fuel is cheap, but it's not going to stay like that. I'm sure, for my farming lifetime. And uh, so, yeah, from whatever, buying some new trailer, which is what we're doing this year, a combined harvester, will that save energy overall on the farm? Yeah. So, just the other day, we were looking at budgets and just deciding, you know, what we can spend money on and what we can't, and... I'm just going to take my jumper off. Farming. I really don't know if it'll ever come back, because... You know, people will go and buy more ground and more machinery, and, of course, then they're slaving to get their mortgages paid off. So they're not having a life. I suppose we were lucky in that sense, because it's a family farm. If we'd had to buy a farm, it would have been a different situation. I think you see these families that have got sons and daughters, and they send them to agricultural college, and they're in Young Farmers Group, and... They see another part of the world, you know, and they're, they're ambitious. I've no ambition for this place. We finished our conversion in 2000 and we were getting a good price for our milk organically. Then, but the uh, following year, uh, it felt like the world and its wife finished their conversions <laughs> and it actually doubled the output of organic milk in the country virtually overnight in, in 2001. So... Uh, uh, there wasn't a market for it all. That was the problem. Um, so uh, we just took the decision to reduce the cow numbers and mm. start growing organic potatoes. Mm. And then uh, gradually the milk prices came back up. They found more markets for all the milk. Consumption caught up with the production, if you like. And uh, so, that yeah, the potatoes they were becoming more expensive to grow and, and the requirements for them. And we were still getting... We weren't getting as good a price as when we finished as when we started. And yet the seed, price of the yeah. seed, went up. It doubled. Yeah, yeah, the cost of the growing potatoes, it was um, the risk-reward ratio. Towards the end, it just got silly. I think a lot of it is background... Education, where you've been and what you've done. And the big... Well, you know, we're trying some quite uh, different techniques in our cropping and I'm, I'm quite interested in organic farming as well, so that's something we might sort of explore in the future. It's ambition, isn't it? A lot of it. They want to do something. Yeah, well, we'd uh, built the herd back up again. Uh, milk price had got better and we had a couple of really good years and... Then the financial crash happened and it all came back down again. Oh. <laughs> this place is just ticking over. We know a farmer who isn't farming anymore. Well, well he had to, because he's been ill, hasn't he? Mm. But he never changed. He never changed mm. at all. And so he just went from milking, oh, how many did he have, mm. a dozen or 20, something like yeah. that? Being scared, a, a fear probably, a bit of... A fear of change. The other big change you see that has happened over the last three or four years now is that everything has to be done online now. And, you know, that's progress. It's not really progress. 
I mean, I'm pretty computer literate, but I mean, I think I had to ask for a paper form last year because my computer couldn't handle what I was trying to get it to do. I mean, I don't really think it's fair to expect you've got to have a computer, you know? Why should they have to have something like that to be able to do something that they've been doing for years? Sorry, that's a little rant. <laughs> There's lots of emotion that comes into it. When I was younger, he'd be like, right, I need this filled out. <laughs> and he'd get all of the stuff for you and he'd tell you what to fill in for him. I sent my dear wife on a course now to use her computers, bless her. Yeah, she worked in the bank for about 30 years. And when she came out of there, <laughs> she decided it was something she couldn't do. <laughs> Yeah, so she got certificates for this and that, so no, I am keeping up, you know. Oh, we were very innov... what's the word? Innovative? At one time, because we had the... Uh, I think they died a death, but we had... Uh, I can't remember what it's called now, but it was... This big things where you... I think it was barley, and you put it in on trays, and you sort of fed this sort of green stuff to the cows... Acre maker. I've only just thought of that now. God, this is all coming back to me now. Yeah, constantly sort of improving. Yeah, well, that'll never change. Well, you hope it'll never change, but yeah. You know, we have been quite, you know, forward-looking in our own little way. I'd forgotten all about that. I didn't know my memory was that good, you know. Right, you can always strive to improve. The tractors, for instance. I think sort of things are... Things of machinery is very large now. I'm not sure it can get bigger. We sort of keep a couple of tractors and uh, ordinary machinery. But whenever it's something complicated, we just get somebody in to do it. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot cheaper because if you uh, like big bailing and wrappers and all the tagging, it'd be in the region of about 35,000 to buy. And then, like we only do, like 40 acres. So it'll be stood in the shed then rest of the year. So it's not a... It's not economic. I don't know if you noticed when you came in, but our tractor out in the yard, I mean, it's a very old thing. Not like these great big monsters that cost hundreds and hundreds of thousands that you see on big farms. I mean, with the tractors today, a really top-notch tech, high-tech tractor, they use satellite. It'll tell you, if they're spraying, it'll tell you exactly how much to put on the crop it will. You know, so computerised. And it knows exactly where you are in the field... And it will alter, won't it? The spray oh, yeah. it'll, or it'll whatever. It'll build up a picture you, from yeah. when the harvest, the previous crop, and identify any weak spots in the field where the crop is low yielding. And uh, so, when next year that area will get some extra fertilizer, probably. And as you know, Becca says uh, a lot of it is to press the button mm. and wait for it to get to the other end of the field. <laughs> the tractor drives itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you probably ought to go and see the milking parlor. Yeah. Oh yeah, we put a new one in last year. So. Because we well. If you'd see in the office, there's a big map of all our fields, isn't there? And somebody does yeah. a walk, a farm walk, and literally measures the grass every week. And then he knows which field, which <laughs> paddock to put the cows in next. So, yeah, the technology is available. I'm not sort of afraid of it, but I'm not sort of... Uh, I'm not a completely... Uh, I don't think it's the answer. I don't think it's going to produce... You know, what is the outcrop? I mean, what is it we're trying to do? I think the important thing in the future is to make sure you're producing stuff to the best of that you can. 
to make sure you can go to the market for it because, um, well, nobody owes you a living. I'd like to see us producing basically healthy food and maintaining healthy soil for the next generation. I something the world actually owes them a living, but it doesn't. Who knows what the future holds, really? I don't know, we'll see. At the end of the day, the choices we make farming are... Our choices, and as I said earlier, nobody owes us a living, and hopefully we made the right choices. I don't have a huge amount of fear. I don't know. Maybe I'm just naive. I don't know. What's the Future? Played by Angela Bain, Susan Brown, Annie David, Robin Griffith, Robert Mountford and Howard Ward. <laughs>